Hi everyone, I'm Sarah and this is How To Be Good, the podcast that explores what it means to be a good person in today's world. Today we're taking a few minutes to focus on forgiveness. To forgive, to go beyond that uh, lower self. Now this is an area that most of us have an opinion on. We all have experience of trying to forgive or seeking forgiveness or maybe even just refusing to forgive altogether. I've asked most of the faith leaders I've interviewed about this because many religions and belief systems have writings, rituals or practices linked to the process of forgiveness. So let's start by grounding ourselves in some of the different ways this has been spoken about across our interviews so far. I spoke to Imam Abdullah Polovina last week and he explained how forgiveness is central to the Muslim belief system. In Islam, Muslims are encouraged to regularly ask God for forgiveness. True Muslim, true, you know, as I mentioned, when he realized or she realized, maybe commits something that is sinful, you know, immediately running towards God to ask for forgiveness, you know. Similarly, in Christianity, there's a process of asking God for forgiveness, although it differs between the Church of England and Catholic belief systems as Reverend Angela Bernice Wilson described. Yes, but before you can forgive forgiveness in a sacramental sense, the person would have to repent. So in the Roman Catholic Church, um, people go to the priest regularly and make a confession. In the Anglican Church, um, it's an option. It's not every time we have a main service, there's a, a communal prayer of confession and the priest gives absolution at the end but if someone wanted to come and make a personal confession to me about something they'd done I would only give absolution if they are genuinely sorry. But having highlighted this need to be truly sorry Reverend Angela did conclude by saying we can all be forgiven. I think we should help people to know that God loves them and if they've done something really wrong we can be forgiven if we're sorry. And the Buddhist approach, explained by Buddhist abbot Geshe Tashi, is less formal in nature. Buddhist teachings talk a lot about the nature of impermanence, nature of impermanence. That means subject to change, subject to change. So some of those people who have difficult behavior or, you know, the destructive attitude or behavior, these people can change. Yes, I think that is the really one of the, I think I I feel important belief in Buddhism to really try to see all living beings and particularly all human beings, you know, deep down have the great potential to do good, to be a good human being, no matter currently, no matter he or she uh, badly behaving or acting. Yeah. And while we're thinking about Buddhism, there's a great podcast episode that I want to mention. It's one of the episodes of the Buddhist Bootcamp podcast with Timber Hawkeye. And it's a three minute reflection on forgiveness. In it, he explains that one of the first problems when we think about forgiveness is we think of someone who has done something to us. We become the victim. So we feel we can only forgive them if they apologize. And so we wait, we hold on to our anger and we give them the power to influence our actions. 
His recommendation is we shift our thinking and we see these as situations that have happened for us. They're an opportunity for us to learn, grow and move on stronger. This message is an important one and it's one that we hear time and time again, that forgiveness is a gift we give ourselves. I guess this way of thinking really strikes me because, to be honest, forgiveness is a subject really close to my heart, probably uncomfortably close. I am a recovering grudge holder and I am most definitely a work in progress. And the reality is that I have wasted a lot of my time holding on to resentment. Hearing the perspectives of the faith leaders that I've spoken with so far has forced me to reflect on forgiveness and reconsider how I approach it. Because despite differences in the details and processes, most religions seem to have a belief in redemption and forgiveness. And it consistently comes up as an important factor in living a life of peace and happiness. Buddhists often say that holding a grudge is like holding on to some hot coals with the intention to throw them at someone, but you just hold on to them, refusing to put them down, harming no one but yourself. And along the same lines, Marianne Williamson describes not forgiving someone as the equivalent of drinking poison yourself and waiting for the other person to die. Now, forgiveness is a process that takes time, patience and determination. But just thinking about how much it can lighten our load in life makes it worth some investment. Over the past year, I've been working really hard to train my forgiveness muscle. And I can honestly say it does feel good and definitely better than holding those hot coals of resentment. For many of us, the first step is learning how to forgive ourselves, showing ourselves some compassion and understanding for where we are right now, forgiving ourselves for mistakes we've made or times we haven't shown up how we'd like to in an ideal world. So overall, really just accepting that we're human. The key take-home message this month is that forgiveness matters and it is something you do for yourself. No one else, it's all for you. It really is an act of self-care. But to be clear, forgiveness doesn't mean we stay in unhealthy situations or accept ongoing bad treatment. Forgiveness doesn't mean reconciliation or making amends. It can lead to that, but it doesn't have to at all. Forgiveness just means we stop holding those hot coals in our own hands. We put them down and turn attention back to our own lives, reminding ourselves that forgiveness doesn't weaken us, it empowers us. Try spending the next few weeks noticing places in your own life where you may be struggling to forgive or places where you may have forgiven yourself or someone else in the past. There's no need to change anything, just notice it. Show up as an investigator in your own life. Are there places where you're holding on to some resentment, a small grudge or even a deep anger? Are there any areas where you may want to practice forgiving in the future or any examples where maybe you've forgiven someone and wish you hadn't? Above all, be kind to yourself as you're doing this. This is about gathering data on yourself so you can see how you feel about forgiveness. The more we know about our true self, the more capable we are of showing up in a way that makes us feel good and do good in the world. So that's it for this month. Start noticing and learning about your current relationship with forgiveness. And please let me know how you get on. I would love to hear from you about this. And if you've enjoyed this episode and would like to hear more episodes and interviews exploring the question of what it means to be a good person in today's world, then please consider hitting the subscribe button. And if you have time and liked what you heard, then I would love you to leave a review and share with your friends. 
Thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at any time. It's sarah at howtobegood.co.uk and I would love to hear from you. Thank you.